Hi everyone, welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Sal. I almost said Cruz again. <laughs> again, for the second time. I think I do that every time. And I'm joined with my co-host, Sal. Cruz. I mean, Cruz. Yes, <laughs> that, that is me. Right? I'm two people at once. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And only one of us says the gamer word. Yeah, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I was the one trying to, trying to explain it to Michelle. Yeah, that's that, that would have been that bad. That was funny. So, starting with some news, uh, Titanfall 1 will be pulled permanently from the stores. Yeah. Well, they're not supporting it anymore, so it yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. There's no so, multiplayer for it, and that's what most people get, Titanfall 4. This, Yeah, this so, is the first yeah. one. There is multiplayer, but it's just full of cheaters, just like yeah. always. And following after that, did you see that Activision Blizzard got nominated for Company of the Year? Yeah, it got that nominated. was fucking funny. It got nominated, but everyone's like, there's no way in hell no that shit's going to win it. If no. it does, that I'd be blown away. I'd That would be just like if um, Far Cry 6 won anything. I understand. The thing is, uh, on paper, I understand why they got nominated. They've had um, a lot of success with their recent releases of like expansions and add-ons to games that they've already had. Uh, the way that they've expanded their um, esports reach, like there's a lot of shit that they've been doing. The only problem is uh, everything else they've been doing has been incredibly rapey. Yes. So you figure it would it would it would cancel each other out, and they would not, not be nominated. But um, on paper, I get it. In practice, there are so many other companies that that are probably doing similar work yeah without the rape ideally without the rape and people almost dying and having one person actually die yep which is funny because uh another company uh take two is uh, (sighs) it did it they did a uh trademark claim on ea's it takes two. Yeah. Because, because apparently. Like, oh, it's in the game space and it's got take two in it. People yes. are going to get, people are going to get confused. They might, they might try to, like, what's the argument? They might try to buy the company and wind up buying a $20 video game. No. So the, the, the reason for it is that they claim that, and this is not limited to, they own the word Rockstar, take two, and Bully. So most of, not most, but some of their properties that Take-Two owns, in case you don't know, Rockstar is not its own thing. It is owned by Take-Two. Yes. And Take-Two makes uh, Bioshock, the Rockstar games, of course. Um, Borderlands is another one that's under their belt. So they have- Yeah, because they own Gearbox as well. Yeah. So Take-Two is not a small company that just makes sports games. They own your favorite franchises. Um. Immediately, just knowing what I know about copyright law, and I'm not a lawyer, not even remotely close, but what I know about copyright law, they wouldn't win for bully. No. Because uh, as far as trademarks go, there's a reason why certain cereals get off-branded so fucking easy. If you just use uh, uh, plain descriptors that are sort of commonly used words... It's hard to get a, to to get an actual trademark for it, which is weird because uh, Frosted Flakes. What, what's this? What's the knockoff? It's like, isn't it called Frosted, Frosted Flakes? Flakes? Yeah, yeah. That's such a weird thing. Is it's not like how often do you use Frosted in your everyday vocabulary? I mean, unless you're like a pastry chef. 
but but also it's too plain, right? Like mm-hmm. like uh, even when they decided to do Fruit Loops, there's a reason why there's two O's in fruit. It's n- a lot of people go, it's because it doesn't have real fruit, and that would be poor advertising. That's not true. Fucking fruit roll-ups have a, an R U I, and that's juice. They use like five percent juice. Like it's it's not even a, a decent amount. Uh, the reason why there's two O's in Fruit Loops is so that way they can trademark the name Fruit Loops. But Corn Flakes is just a description of of what it is, very plainly. And Frosted Flakes is just a description of what it is, mm-hmm. very plainly. So the name Bully, that's I feel like that's way too. That's way too fucking general yeah. to be anything. Well, according to the article that I was reading by Kit Guru, that's the, the site. Yeah. These are some of the companies that have already been hit by trademark disputes. <laughs> some of the names are dumb. <laughs> the, the first one, the Rockstar Princess, Bully Free World, Take 5, Rockstar's Arthur, Arthur's and Tattoo's Parlor, and Rockstar Axe Throwing. Is some of the companies that have already been hit by yeah, and Rockstar as a thing, right? Like, a do they do they own Rockstar Energy? There's a whole huge product right there. B right? Rockstar itself is also a very like general term. General term that does and and you understand what they're trying to describe when they say Rockstar, right? Like it's uh-huh. it's high energy, it's crazy. Uh, in some you know contexts, it may be just full of drugs and fucking. And, and like, to me, the when I hear Rockstar, that's what I picture. I I picture real instruments being I used. I picture like Motley Crue. I yeah. picture like Metallica. Yeah. Slayer. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Which is funny. So when I hear rap songs where it's like party like a rocks, anything that has or country songs that bring that up and it's like, bitch, you're in the wrong crowd. Yeah. I mean, even uh, uh, Post Malone had, mm-hmm. had that song uh, Rockstar. And then yeah. also he, I mean, I mean. To his credit, he did eventually come out with a song called Tommy Lee, which featured Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, and then recently came out with a song called Motley Crue, which featured Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. So, you know, at least he's pulling from actual rock stars, but like... It's weird when I hear it in like rap or country or any kind of other medium where it's just like, do something like a rock star, and it's just like... Literally, one of the things they mention is like you're throwing a TV out a window. Like that's parting like a rock star because a lot of rock stars have done that in the past. Um, but oh, I know not a lot of them, but some of them are just banned from hotels in yes. general because of it. Because yes. that's the intention is like we're gonna go fuck up this whole entire hotel room. Yes, uh, not just that, but there are certain uh, groups where they have created such a mess for the labels they're signed to that the actual money that gets used to pay for hotels comes out of the pocket of the band members. Which, that's how it should be. If you're the one portraying this life, it should come out of your pocket. Yeah, because normally it's like the studio. We'll just be like, okay, Mm. this is part of our promotional thing. We'll, We'll send you out there. But when you start breaking shit with the studio's credit card on file... And suddenly they have to pay out twenty grand more than your trip should have right. cost. Like that, it, you do that enough times, and they're going to be like, "No, nah, I don't fucking care who you are." Dude, and you know fuck that off. The, those hotels hella fucking lied about that. Like that was a that was like a five thousand dollar table they broke, yes. I and mean, it was like forty dollar from IKEA. Yeah, 
I would do that. I'd be like, fuck you. You came and break my shit. I'm going to overcharge you. Yep. Uh, so from all of this, take two. Piece of shit. Yeah, just scummy. Uh, GTA's trash. If you like GTA, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're the reason why we have loot boxes. Not loot boxes because no. GTA doesn't do loot boxes. But, but the shark card thing yeah, is really shark stupid. card. And the last bit of gaming news. This is this is a funny one. Democrats announce bill aimed at shopping bots from buying all yes. your consoles and and graphics cards. So, which uh, that is actually mislabeled. It's not just Democrat. It's actually a bipartisan yeah. bill. It, it's a. Uh, these are the representative. I'm gonna fuck up the names. I'm just gonna have you do it. Yeah. And they have a funny name for the bill too. Okay, so the uh, the actual bill is called the Stopping Grinch Bots Act. Uh-huh. I don't know why they would call it that. That's it's stupid. Dumb. It's funny, but it's stupid. I want. I think they wanted to appeal to the youth, even though the Grinch By referencing is old. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> it, it worked. What's where the f- first animated feature was produced in the sixties? I guess. I don't know, but it's uh, it's representatives uh, Paul Tonko, uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and Senator uh, Ben Ray Lujan. Uh, and I think the reason why they say that it's it's and there's there is a few others because um, I remember reading this this uh, mm-hmm. myself. And and there are a few other people who have signed, but uh, I believe it's being referred to as a Democrat bill because of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who is. Um, a Democrat and was one of the people who got the bill off the floor. Usually there's authors for a bill. And if they do not have the pull for anything, they present it to somebody who does. Yeah. And then that person helps them move. And so mm-hmm. in, in this instance, Schumer was the one that was willing to help not, us forward. And, and you not know, Amy Schumer guys, just so there's no mix up. Not, no, Amy, Schumer. not Amy Schumer. Uh, uh, She's it, done a lot for this country. Yeah. She proves that women are funny and equally terrible. Chuck Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, you know, uh, I think this is, this is the first time that I've seen a bill come out that was gaming related. Yeah. Well, that made sense. It's funny because a lot of the comments are like, oh, all of these uh, senators are still frustrated that it's been over a year and they can't get their 30-year-old son a PlayStation 5. Dude, after- Because the article specifically says, oh, it's been 18 months and there's still a lot of people who can't get PS5s and graphics cards. And it's like, bitch, there's Xbox. The thing is, right, like- after we talked about um, the, the whole Attack on Titan thing. Yeah. No, the Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, video oh, being posted. I forgot his name. I forget his name, too. I would not be surprised if some of these senators are like, we're putting forward this bill. It's to help the people. Meanwhile, at home, like, they go home to their wife and they're like, Dude, this, this fucker's trying to sell a 3080 for, like, five grand. I can pay for it, but I'm not gonna. It's the principle. God damn it, it's the Dude, principle. yeah, well, that's how... That's how I would be. A hundred percent. I bought one of our coworkers um, a PlayStation Five. It wasn't for me; it was for him. But I didn't upcharge him. No. And the same with one of our uh, other coworkers as well. He bought a PlayStation Five to re to resell to another one of our coworkers, but at retail price because yeah. we're not assholes. I mean, even when I sold some of my computer parts, like I did it over this last year when it's been hard to find things. And I would go online and it's like, wow, this this fucking graphics card that I bought, you know, three, four years ago now 
uh, it should retail for like 95 bucks. It's going for like 350 online. I could totally do that. And it sold it for like 90 something bucks because it was like, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, someone same. else out there is frustrated also. Yeah. The same with me. Like I bought it. I've sold, uh, what was it? I think it was the Loftwing Amiibo. Yeah. I think it goes for 20 bucks. I got mine for, I got two of them for 50. No, maybe it was, yeah, it was 20 bucks each. I got both of mine for 40. I sold one of them for 40. Other people were charging way more Mm -hmm. because as soon as I posted it for 40, it instantly sold. Yeah, I was looking at, um, me and my wife were at some store. I, I forget which one it was, but we're in San Jose. And they were selling Amiibos. And one of the things that they had was a Loftwing one. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Now they're everywhere. Now all those people that bought them up and yeah. try to resell them or but bought I mean, them at a high price. But, I mean, even then, they still go for like 25 30 bucks. Well, that's a, that's the original price. Mm. I, I got it for 20 because I bought two of them and it was a pre-order thing. Oh, okay. That so I sense. got it a little bit of a discount. Okay. But, yeah, I saw that they had the Metroid Dread Amiibo. Yeah. I, bu- I bought the double pack. I wasn't going to resell it. I was, I was thinking about it, but I was like, eh, I, I have all of the other Metroid Amiibos. Yeah. I might well, as well just hold on to them. Because you also don't exclusively buy them just to sell them. No. You do collect them. Yeah, if I, yeah, now if you go into my room, you can see that I have a bunch of Amiibos. I got the ones that Jen got me, which yeah. is Breath of the Wild. So that's four right there. Yeah. Got the two Bayonettas. I got some other Zelda Amiibos. I got the Wolf Link and... Toon Link. I got the Monster Hunter Amiibos. All the mm-hmm. new ones. I'm only missing one. Was the and is the Palo the Palico the, the cat? You're talking about the sexy cat? No. Well, just the other cat that okay. isn't sexy. Because I remember you were complaining about the sexy cat. Yes, because it's the first time they like genderized a Palico. Yeah, because normally they just look like cat people. Yeah, they're just cats. So you don't know if your cat's a guy or a girl. You can be your cat can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it. I think it's funny that this bill. It, and it got passed or it got announced November 29th. So yeah. it wasn't that long ago. And I just hope that um they actually go through with it because it does suck for other people because I tried to yeah. get Britney the Halo 5 Series X. Yeah. Because it looks nice. And it's just like, well, you don't have one yet. And I might as well get you the nice looking one because she likes stuff that looks cool. Yeah. For me, it's just if it works, it works. The amount of people that it would affect poorly is such a small part of the market. Yeah. Because most of these graphics cards that are that are being like bought up, they're not entry level ones. These no. you're talking about you're talking about a hobby where people are just expected to drop a shit ton of money and they're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, it is an entry level because gaming the 30, now the thirty sixty and the thirty seventy are entry level. Has exploded to the point where it's just if these fucking boomers yeah. are trying to get PlayStation 5s and these graphics cards, then it's like, all right, gaming has grown a lot more than me and you yeah. might think because it's just like uh, people are dropping three to $5,000 on their PC, and it's like, this is my first PC, guys, and it's just like most people around our age or older would be like, well, you're kind of dumb for spending yeah, $3,000. I, I spent $700 for my computer mm-hmm. and it plays 
Forza Horizon 5 on, like, max setting. The game looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah. No hiccups. I play it on the Series X, and it looks fine. The only downside is I don't have a 4K monitor. If yeah. I did, then I'm pretty sure it would look even better. But even then, what, what I'm getting at is PC gaming. Gaming in general is now just so vast that the this high expensive graphics card could be someone's first one because they, oh, they'll be like sure. telling hey, it's, mom grandma i want this it's yeah. only a thousand dollars grandma just think of all the fun and activities i could be doing with all of this yeah no it's for sure there's potential for it to be somebody's first but what i mean is i don't think it's the intention for it to be somebody's first because that's the reason why they came out with a 3060 and the 3070 is for that to be like the lower end affordable thing. Um, I think the other problem with the bill is also just it doesn't address the actual problem. Yeah. Which is that... The scalping. No, 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 not the scalping. The actual problem of why these these people are incentivized to scalp in the first place, which is the production is not happening. The, yeah. the amount that we're producing is is not... You know, there's like a silicon shortage. So, yeah, so I don't think that's like the manufacturer's fault. No, 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 no. It's not. It, but it's. I mean, it's it's something that would have to be addressed through like yeah. trade deals and 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 tax shit and communication with other countries because we get most of the stuff out of like Korea and sort of just Southeast Asia in general. And there's a whole lot of like shit mixed up in this whole. We're not being able to get chipsets manufactured. Um, so this is a good way to put a Band-Aid on it for the time being. It's it's not a long-term fix, but again, I don't see many reasons why it, it wouldn't work. I For me, I feel like if the Ebays and the Amazons and the McCarty's and all these sites that sell it, put like a cap. It's like, all right, you can, you can sell this PlayStation 5 for $1,000, but you can only do like three, four a month. Because at that point, then there's going to be like, well, okay, well, now I shouldn't buy 20 PlayStation 5s because I'm about to be sitting on these for a yeah. while. And and then there's the potential for you to lose money if those get into production more. Uh-huh. If suddenly Sony's like, well, shit, we can produce at at demand now. And then those guys who are like, fuck, I paid $1,000 for each of these PlayStations. I'm going to lose $400 per. Like, then, Yeah, because yeah. that's what it is, is just when you try looking online, all these people who are just buying them up and just selling them. It's just like, all right, you can do that once or twice. Yeah. And that's about it. But uh, overall, I hope it goes through because I know out of our friend group, me and Jacob are the only ones that have the current gen. And and to me, it's funny because fucking Jacob's been complaining that Tomboy got some money because he bought a PlayStation. He's like, I can't go out, guys. I can't spend $10 on getting comida with you because I'm broke. And it's just like, bitch, why'd you buy a PlayStation? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then also on on the PC gaming end, both me and... Actually, no. Vince. Me, me, Vince, and CJ have all been like... Jacob has a computer too. Which he doesn't use it. Yeah, he doesn't use it. And that's what I never understood about... He's bragging about, about how much he paid for it and he doesn't use it. Yeah. And that's how one of our coworkers is. It's like he got the PlayStation and the Xbox day one. Yeah. Homeboy has a computer, and it's just like, why spend the money? Like, it's just not yeah. my money, and it shouldn't affect me, but it's just like... 
Yeah, I have no intention of getting in the, yeah. one of the new Xboxes, and it's only because Microsoft has made a, a very good effort of, very good. of blending the two. You don't need an Xbox. Yeah, if, you don't. If you can afford a PC and that's what you want to do, I don't yeah. prefer PC. I, I've heard you guys go. This game keeps crashing. I can't keep got to change. I rather I usually, like the fact usually that I can if a game crash, plug it in and boom, that's it. Yeah, the the I would say for that problem though, um, like you, Halo keeps crashing for you, right? No, it only crashed the one time. Okay, well, it crashed for you once. Um, for me, if if it crashes on the PC, I know a hundred percent I did something wrong. There's something that I'm doing. That that is, you know, incorrect. And then I can fix it and then it just won't do it again. And so if you're somebody who really likes to get into the minutia of it, like having a PC, that that is something that is, you know, pretty well, cool. It affects everyone differently because I've heard Vince being like, this piece of shit game won't work. I know for the newest Call of Duty, I want to say. Yeah. I'm not too sure if it's the newest one, but he was having a hard time getting it to run properly and then the same with halo yeah that's the, probably for the first that's probably day, something he did with his computer the first day that mean that i told him like hey he let's play and he's like oh i don't know he's like i can try but it keeps crashing on me mid-match and i was telling him i was like all right well just we we won't do rank and he's like oh i can't even promise you that it's gonna work through quick play he's like i think i fixed it and then when he first got his computer the whole issue of uh i can't hear you guys can you hear me and it's just like a lot of people think that they come from a console background and they're like, I'm just going to watch yeah, this YouTube just video. plug and play and it's not. And it's not. And for me, it's that's to me, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the only benefit of PC that I see is the mods. And it's not even the company who does it. It's just the regular Joes who work nine to five. Who really, you know what? Very passionate about this game. Let me do something that if I have this problem, other people might have it too. Yeah. So the only good thing about PC gaming to me for me is the community. If you, there's a game that you like, there's going to be mods for it. I mean, for me personally, I just like the mouse and keyboard experience more. I don't. Like, especially in a shooter, mouse and keyboard. I feel to me like shooters for mouse and keyboard is easier. And then just that makes the, the skill level lower. It's harder. There's less aim assist with it and um, little things like when you start getting into sensitivity for shooters in order to like do the the cool like where like you see people like quick snap and like kill somebody. That takes a lot of practice because their sensitivity has to be so high that if you just move like a millimeter more, you are not even fucking close to on target. Uh-huh. So there's, there's, it, that's the reason why yeah, PC gaming no, gets so fucking sweaty too. There's no aim sensitivity, but a lot of people like to think that because you play on PC, there is no ace, there is no aim sensitivity. Your crosshair will not move, but all games have bullet magnetism now. Yeah, where you don't need to be directly on the fucking head. I think the only game that. I'm aware of that you need to actually have your fucking crosshair where it needs to be is Counter-Strike. I don't know if it has bullet magnetism, but like Halo, Call of Duty, Destiny, all these big battlefield, you can be uh, off by a little bit and the bullet will just fucking curve. Yeah, the, the, the the most aggressive form of that that I've seen is in Apex. Mm. In Apex, shooting somebody from a distance, like yes, there is that. Yeah, but um, but that it's is really bad in Destiny as well. So that's yeah. why a lot of people who play competitive Destiny, they're like, "Oh, mouse and keyboard is the best," and it's just like 
it, it's all true aim and it's like mm-hmm. no destiny has very strong bullet magnetism you can be aiming upper chest yeah. and you still be getting headshot damage yeah but i mean that is that is uh, uh an issue on the software side from the developers because mm-hmm. there know, are um, certain games that like overwatch overwatch is supposed to be this competitive thing before it became a just the shitty because of the blizzard and everyone being mm-hmm. like i can't have my favorite franchise and all my time wasted because these guys are assholes so that's why they changed jesse mccree to jesse mccree but mm-hmm. even that game widow and ash and and mccree have bullet magnetism which yeah. like it's supposed to be high skill mm-hmm. you fucking if you reach was it diamond you're like top yeah. percent but it's like no there's still bullet magnetism and people on PC like to forget that there's that's the thing. Well, I think it also does come from that perspective of there are a lot of games on PC that don't have it that are because they're PC exclusive games and they're like tonally they're they're put together in a way where it they're not you know it benefits them to not have it. Mm-hmm. Um, games well, like Arma, benefits. games like Tarkov, games like um, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting what it's called. But that kind of like super strict, not necessarily not necessarily military shooter, but like almost like a shooter simulator. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe like the not air quote, quote uh, open world because Arma, no. it's not open world, but at the same time, there's so it's not it's a sandbox. It is yeah no yeah you're right it it's, is, a sandbox it's a sandbox open and I think that's the reason why it doesn't have the bullet it might not have bullet magnetism or or I mean aim also it's the... because that's just more shit that the the server has to keep track of and that might be harder and that's why they probably have the free aim but another competitive most of the competitive games that require air quote skill yeah. they have it Valorant Fucking has it Valorant uh, uh, Overwatch Siege has it, has it Siege Overwatch has it. all of that yeah you you can be off if it's an by e-sport, a sport, yes mm-hmm. that's that's i don't remember how we got onto that point but because we were talking about the bill the bill and that pc gamers are just trash you you finally grew out of the stage where you don't want the rgb q plus lights <laughs> i fucking told you to when you first I fucking love that you <laughs> when you first you just got refer them, to it as rgbtq when you first got them you're like no i like it because when i'm typing and i'm playing i don't need the light on but now you're like kind of hurts my eyes so i want like a plain no 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 no. plain office look i didn't say a plain office look i said that i wanted it to look like an office in the 90s that's a different look oh i didn't you didn't put the 90s last time you you were telling me you're like the kind of like off-white like yellowy you know hmm. i want that look i don't know why i'm so attracted to that look but i want it to look like i am a for i am a businessman like the light in this studio for me it's fine like most of the time well, my room has an LED light, so it's like a white light. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, I like to see where I'm walking. My room's small, but still, like at work, when I went to go clean the concession stand, it was dark as fuck, and mm-hmm. I hit something, and I freaked the fuck out because it's like, ah, shit, I'm about to eat mouthful of chairs. That wasn't the case. Hmm. And that was the end of the story. See, I even bought like the the ch- color changing LED lights, and uh, right now I have one set to white. Yeah, and, uh, and another one sent to a very cool kind of off-white blue 
Yeah. And it's just because it, it, it blends together very nicely without it being aggressive. Yeah, and, the, and, I, and I fucking hate that. That's yeah. like what I hate so much about PC gamers where it's just like, oh, guys, look at my first setup. It's so cool. And it's just a see-through case. Yeah, I'm starting to hate rainbow the, Yeah, I'm start, that's another thing too. I'm starting to hate the fucking, the, 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 the plexiglass panel cases. And like, that was another thing I told you, but I feel like you guys are like, no, you're just, you're just a console no, peasant. No, uh, the one, the reason why I got the case that I have, because I've never really been that big of a fan of the plexiglass p- cases. I'm just, I hate them now. Before I was sort of ambivalent towards them, but, um. The reason why I got it is because I was trying to build my PC for as cheap as possible. And that was literally the cheapest case on Newegg. It was like 32 bucks. And it does have a lot of problems. I understand why it's $32. I had to cut a fucking hole in it to be able to fit one of the things in my computer in. Yeah. But it, th- those rainbow lights, I, I wish PC I'm not gamers a, I'm not a fan of the rainbow. Like even my just keyboard. Go away. My keyboard has a i can make it so that we it it like does rainbow lights and waves or i can set it to any color of the rainbow it is currently white yeah the same i bought for the xbox one i liked wired controllers yeah. i prefer wired controllers latency is better and um i had to get the off-brand one it was like light spear something like that yeah. where it was a c it was a plexi controller yeah but you can change the lights on it. And I remember I showed Brittany, I was like, look at this, it's pretty cool. And she's like, yeah, that's that's, that's cool, I guess. And I was like, you can change the colors. And I was like, but I don't do that. And then she's like, then why did you get it? And I was like, well, it was the only wired thing. And I only ever had it to white yeah. for the fact that it's just, it's not going to bug my fucking eyes. Yeah. The only time that I changed my computer from white to, to like the light blue is at night. And it's because if it's too white, then it hurts my eyes. But mm. eh, yeah. But that, that's it for the news. Cruz forgot his phone because he's, he's a dumb bitch. Uh, yeah, I left it in the car. So there's uh, no and anime. It's, it's really not that far, but I'm not going to go get it. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to start off talking about the new Blade Runner Black Lotus TV show that's been mm-hmm. coming out uh, on in Japanese on Crunchyroll and in English on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. This is one of the new Adult Swim crossover events they've been doing. If you yeah. remember, what was it like last year, earlier this year, we brought up how Adult Swim was trying to get more animes under its belt. Yeah. I mean, it's also one of the reasons why they did the, the partner with uh, Junji Ito. They're going to be coming mm-hmm. out with Uzumaki, which we're going to be covering on the show. Yeah. Do you, I don't remember what year it's supposed to take place. Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I want su- it has to be after the first Blade Runner. It's after the first Blade Runner for sure. Because at that point, uh, the main character, everyone's like You're Rick Deckard. Yeah, no, no, no. In the in the anime, oh, uh, they heard their first question was, "Well, there's no way you were a, a replicant because fucking those things shouldn't exist no more." Yeah, or some shit like that. I can't remember. I would imagine that it's probably it, it probably takes place contemporaneously with Blade Runner 2077. Huh. So in that. 70-ish decade because uh, I mean they definitely pull a lot from that movie mm-hmm. it feels more like they pull from 2077 more than they even do from the original Blade Runner yeah so uh, the premise of this uh, anime so you know is this woman wakes up on a moving truck which I thought at first was she was in a room with the projector until, I thought she was on a train I thought she was in a room with the projector until she opened it up and was like oh she's in a truck yeah. and um, I thought she was in a train car and then she opens it up and it's like, oh, it's just the back of a truck. Okay. Yeah. So this girl wakes up in the back of her truck and she has the amnesias. Yeah. She got the hit amnosia. Really, yeah. She got hit really, really hard. So now all of a sudden she forgets her memory. But she keeps getting flashbacks of what led to getting knocked out. 
Yeah. So she goes to a city. Did it? Did they say what city? Uh yes, they're in America. I'm forgetting. Yeah, I don't know what. I remember if it was San Francisco. I feel Los like it might have been, but it might have been San Francisco or Los Angeles. I want to say they're on the West Coast. West Coast, best yeah. coast. Yeah, everyone knows West Coast, best coast. But anyways, she's just trying to figure out why she has this uh, technology and it's just the progress of her trying to figure it out. She yeah. meets uh, s- some gang members who There's gave a- off really rapey vibes yeah. at first. And then they, they just- see that she has like a video camera and they're like, let's beat the shit out of her. And then, you know, she does her, her kung fu mm-hmm. and gets the fuck away and then meets this uh, this this black guy that runs... Um, I think he they called him Doc, but he didn't look like he fixes people. He looks like he fixes, fixes radios. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, well, I think the implication is that like, you know, it's the future. People got like robot shit. So he might be somebody who also, you know, like you have a robot hand, he can fix it. Mm -hmm. So I I think he's more of like a tech doctor than anything, but he, he runs a, um, it's like a pawn shop kind of, of, Yeah. but she runs in there and he immediately trusts her for some reason Mm -hmm. and protects her from the bad guys. And then she's immediately like, Hey, help me figure out what's on this video camera and I'll go kill these guys for you. As payment. And he's like, deal. And then she's like, I'm going to steal the sword from you and I'm going to go murder some people real quick and goddamn if this is not one of the most like this is one of the most disjointed anime story things that i've seen in a long time yeah at no point does point a moving to point b really happen smoothly or in a way that makes sense things just kind of happen one after another yeah the animation i forget what i said it looked like you said that it reminds you of fortnite porn that i said overwatch porn no you said fortnite Fortnite porn i mean that feels like it makes more sense the art style of fortnite and i can't remember what i said it, it reminded me of but the animation was off yeah it's it's very obviously like puppets you know mm-hmm. and not puppets as in like physical puppets but i mean like they move like puppets yeah i can't it's remember fucking weird i can't remember what it looked like to me but it's not good no, it definitely feels like they should have uh, pulled more from Blade Runner. Yeah. It just has the cyberpunk feel to it. Yeah, it's just the aesthetic. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at this this entire point, the girl's trying to figure out who she is and why she was there and trying to figure out why she also knows this kung fu powers because uh, after she meets Doc, she meets a detective. Yeah. And he's like, and he's the one that tests her to see if she's a replicant. Yeah. And he's like, well, you're not. And she's like, okay, so then how do you explain all my kung fu prowess and my my uh, unnatural ability to wield a katana? Yeah. Which I've always hated about cyberpunk. It's the future where we have lasers and fucking rocket launcher wrists, but yet cyberpunk 2070 2077 there's still katanas the main character in that fucking video game was blade runner 2049 i was getting 2077 from cyberpunk yeah well that's what i'm getting the wrong decade yes but see my major contention with that too right is like sure katanas look cool they're giant razor blades and most people have metal arms and body that's not cutting through yeah that's what i've always like weird that cyberpunk has always had like a samurai feel to it and it's just like why you would have like grappling hook wrists yeah laser chest beams like you would picture everyone being a discounted iron man or batman yeah cyberpunk's always like all right cyberpunk 
samurais fucking go together and like they always chocolate have like a and sword peanut butter. that's on fire and it's like yeah. that doesn't make it better that ruins the uh the the fucking finish on the it's just gonna make the metal brittle yeah so i've never understood that but the, you can't say any of this to somebody who's a katana nerd because they think that the katana is the height of uh of of two-handed weaponry and it's like bro literally a spear would do better against a robot than yes. a fucking katana. Mm-hmm. A great sword would probably be the best option. Oh no, I'm no. like a warhammer. Yeah, you I was just about smash to say, the fuck out of them. A spear would be good because you can punch through, and then yep. like a hammer, you can break. Yeah, like, but yeah, I never understood why katanas. That's yeah. a stupid idea. It, it's just because they look cool, I guess. I fucking guess. I want to see someone with like a fucking crusader broadsword, like yeah, from give chivalry. Me, give me cyberpunk that doesn't pull from 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 like Asian aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Give me one from like medieval European aesthetic. Yeah, that would be cool. I want to see the Onion Knight fight like a like a big old robot fucker. Because that was one thing that I thought was good about Doom, Doom, Doom 2016 and yeah. Doom Eternal. They showed you generations of Doom Slayers yeah. and there was a medieval Doom Slayer. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I want to see a Doom Slayer in medieval time because, yeah, you have, what is it, a fucking... That's just berserk. Oh, no. What's the name of that stupid fucking... A flail. mace? A flail. a flail, okay. The one that, that like a has cybernetic the, yeah. flail would be cool. Yeah, I mean that'd be even more dangerous than a yes. regular flail already was, but yes. yes. But yeah, Cyberpunk, I hate how the aesthetic is always futuristic, poor, meet samurai. Yeah, but it's always like futuristic Japan. Mm-hmm. But I want futuristic medieval France. That would be cool. Like a steampunk France. Yeah. Or like a cyberpunk snowland Canada. Yeah. Just something that's not. Just give me cyberpunk Antarctica. <laughs> Cyber all the penguins. penguins. All the penguins have laser eyes. <laughs> well, at least seals wouldn't rape them no more. Oh, there you go. But yeah, cyberpunk Black Lotus. Uh, no, Blade Runner Black oh, Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn, was this thing like a three out of ten for me? Yeah, I would not recommend. Not even to people who likes not cyberpunk Blade Runner. Yeah. Because this really does have nothing to do with Blade Runner. It's I, just the aesthetic. Yeah. The tone doesn't work. Uh, it it doesn't even try to be the same kind of... Because, like, like, Blade Runner's pulpy. doesn't even try to do that. Yeah. I did not it's watch... It's not noir at all. I didn't watch the sequel to Blade Runner. And But I watched the first one. And, yeah, there's, like, nothing that ties into the first one, at least for me. Because, again, you know, I, ha- I haven't seen the second one. But at least with uh, the cyber... The, like, the movies, at least the first one... The mystery. All right, I gotta find the replicants. Yeah, gotta get rid of them. Second yeah, one. Yeah, even the second one. The second one's not crazy actiony. Yeah. I feel like the first three episodes of this show have more action than either of the movies did. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she is something different than a rep. She might be more than a replicant. She might be. You might end up finding out that she's like some fucking prototype of a, a new version. I mean, she just she just feels she, like Alita Battle Angel. No, she feels like a, a fucking. Nero, not Neo Near. from uh, Matrix. Oh, Neo from the Matrix. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know where she's getting her ass kicked. Yeah, actually, in yeah, that's true. Two, and then it just clicks. And then she's like, "All right, I'm just going to go sicko mode," and she just fucks she everyone. She really does up. just go sicko mode. <laughs> but I would not recommend. Not this. at all. I would. I would. Yeah. I'd give it a shit. 
Give it a three if you want something. Dude, this is one of the few things where the dub, you know, everybody says the dub is, is worse, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the few things where the, the like, the dub was just equally shit because the voice acting across both is terrible. Yeah, I but even I know still had a dub. I still at least went back to the Japanese because it's harder to tell how bad it is when it's in a different language. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally you do hear that like the delivery just not work at all but when it's in English goddamn can you really tell it's not working yeah was it TDDR was it too long too long didn't read TLDR yeah, there we go Whatever. TLDR bad uh, TLD uh, girl wakes up with amnesia and she's just trying to figure out what she is doing with this camcorder yeah that's that, it that, that's all you get from the first three episodes if this shitting on this show makes you want to go watch it good for you hopefully you get further yep. than me it's on Adult Swim Crunchyroll check it out I guess mm-hmm. uh, after on this one there. we're yeah. gonna do Blue Moon Blue, Blue Period Blue Period which is a, on Netflix yes Blue Period is a uh the title is a reference to uh, Pablo Picasso's Blue Period, which was a, a series of, of time where he just painted things that were blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it likes to tell hue. you that it's from Picasso because yeah. the main character keeps bringing up where it's like, I really did not like Picasso. He's like, I can do better than that with my eyes closed. Yeah. Let me show you. Which is a common critique of Pablo mm-hmm. Picasso because you look at his later work. And it's it's all fucky. And people have this idea that, like, I could do that. I could totally do that myself. Um, not understanding the why. Like, the whole point of Picasso's paintings was the why of why he did it, not just the actual painting on its on its face which is one of the reasons why i personally don't like pablo picasso is i don't want backstory to to look at a picture the picture should just tell me what it is but um well see i think that's where you you fall in either two lines you fall in the you need to understand the artist to get the picture or you fall in line with the the picture should tell its own story yeah and i'm very much a the picture should tell its own story thing for me i think that's the reason why i think um, i'm somewhere in the middle because it's like backstory might help i i I am not a, a museum person because we, me, Brittany, and Vince went to a museum in Portland and 15 minutes in, I spent $100 almost and I was like, I fucking hate this. I'm not, a, there's some things you got to learn the hard way, yeah. the same way that I found that I'm not a puzzle person. The idea sounds cool. But when me and Brittany sat down doing it, I was like, I will collect the edges because at least I know where they go. And then she did the rest. So I'm all, I'm not, I'm a bad person when it comes to art because it's just like, that looks cool. The only, the only way that I'll stick around and look at art and actually think about it is if it HP, if it's cosmic horror related, I'll sit there and look at yeah. it. Or if it's horror based related, but like, regular shit like picasso or uh that. so like you get like a hieronymus bosch you're like or down. the 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 fucking lady that mexicans wear as a mascot frida kahlo yeah her shit or I'm not a big fan of frida, frida or kahlo salvador dolly the only reason i, like I would dolly. i would check out dolly's because we have the same name and great people are named salvador so that's why i would check it out <laughs> no i'm i mean i'm personally i'm de- definitely like a museum person i fucking love doing that it's just i can see what you mean by by there's the middle of it because like for me the piece of art that does that for me is the scream yeah that one works for me on a visual level because you're like oh that's fucking creepy i like it that tells me enough that i can appreciate this you hear more about the backstory of why it was painted and then you're like okay even cooler now but it still has to do the first thing which is Uh be interesting when i look at it and when i look at picasso stuff it's just not 
It's all, I mean, I also have the same thing with, um, fuck, uh, Jackson Pollock, the guy who just like threw paint at stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I guess it's a neat pattern, but that feels like, it feels more like decoration and less like art. Yeah. For me as well, um, I've never, I've never been around art people. So my only exposure to it is what you see on TV and movies and they're always just pretentious. And it's always like yeah. that. Sony does a good thing on one of the episodes where they try to buy the, the picture back from the art museum where Frank goes in and he's like, you just got to be pretentious yep. and posh. These people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And to me, that's a good episode because it shows even these guys don't even know what the fuck they just, this is what I assume I have to be. Yeah. And I feel like that's just how a lot of people are. There's only been a couple of episodes and stuff that I've seen where art actually affects the person in a profound way, like the great pretender. Yeah. Like the painting, the the fucking last part of the season two. Yeah. That whole thing with the, the struggling artist is the only time that I portrayed something. It's like, oh, you know what? Now, maybe drawing professionally isn't a waste of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, my issue with it and, and probably the reason why you do get a lot of people who are very pretentious is you have people that are just trying to be an expert at understanding a subject that is entirely subjective. Hmm. If it's something that's fact based, like you can be a pretentious archaeologist and it'll work because you're you're mostly working off of established facts you can be objectively right hmm. you cannot be objectively right with with art and a lot of people try to be yeah and so and so that's the issue and that actually does come into play in the anime because yeah. uh so this kid it's about a kid who we're finally talking about yes this we're part. finally talking about this part i uh <laughs> I'm just going to skip names. I don't remember a goddamn name. But there's a kid who has a, a couple of delinquent friends. They go out, they they drink, they smoke, they, they do karaoke there in like their second year of high school. Yes. And through his interaction with people at the school, he, he stumbles a, across an art club where he kind of bullies one of the girls a little bit and then gets bullied by what you think is a girl initially, but it's not. It's it's a it's a dude cross-dressing. But in this interaction, he realizes like, like he sees a painting that one of these students is doing and it speaks to him in a way where, and I like this part, the painting like turns to look at him and acknowledge him. And so it's like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good visual representation of somebody, of, of showing how somebody would be like, oh, this speaks to me is having it speak to you in almost a literal way but he sees that and then he's like you know what maybe maybe me just trying to go for the safe choices in life it's not not very worth it i'm gonna try this art thingy i'm gonna try to get into an art college uh and then he he's dog shit he's actually yep. dog shit at at art like like at a very basic level he's he's no, a dog shit artist i don't think he i don't think he's supposed to be dog shit but the thing is uh this show also tries to show you there is a difference between hard work and being yes. naturally gifted. Yes. And he falls somewhere in between because he works really hard to do really well in school. As he starts off with the art, you know, he moves the, his friend, uh, Ryuji, who you said is the crossdresser. Yeah. It moves her to be like, oh, who did this? And then when she finds out, oh, you fucking did this. Never mind. I don't fucking like it no more. And it kind of shows you the teacher also points out that like, oh, you have some talent, but you need to fucking work on it if you really want to do this. And yeah, one of my favorite things about that whole interaction, though, is he when he first sees the girl who, who paints the picture mm -hmm. his response is to say wow you're really talented mm -hmm. and she's like no nah, and bro. she's like no and and that that is a point that sort of gets hammered over and over and over again in the anime and it's something that i agree with being yeah. somebody who you know i i do a lot of creative things i'm not particularly great at any of them but i like to think i'm a little bit good and it's it's you know it's something you spend years doing none of that shit is talent it's a skill yeah literally anybody can learn how to do it some people 
might take a little bit longer, but even to the point of like the first thing he painted, it really moved somebody. It wasn't the result of talent. It was just the result of him opening his fucking eyes and like paying a little bit more attention because him, it comes from him and his buddies leaving, uh, like, I think it's like a bar uh, early in the morning yeah, it was in, a, in Shibuya. I think it was the karaoke and they were going to yeah, go the karaoke get, bar, yeah. get and go get ramen go because get apparently ramen. the best way to cure a hangover is to have some ramen. Yeah. But um, as he's leaving, he looks up and and he sees what Shibuya looks like. And then later on in this art club, he gets the assignment of paint a, like a scenery that you love the most. And then he decides, I'm going to paint this entire fucking thing blue and I'm going to draw some buildings on it. And somebody recognizes, that's Shibuya in the morning. His, yeah, his friends are the ones that yeah. pointed out. It's like, that's that's us when we're hanging out. And then yeah. the other friends are like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah, th- th- that's th- Shibuya yeah. early in the morning. And the thing is, that is not talent. And that's not me shitting on it. That's that's recognizing the way that colors interact with the environment at, at different times. He realized that, yes, objectively, these buildings are gray. But in the early morning, when it's hazy and it's reflecting a lot of that blue light as the sun is coming up, it takes on a blue hue. And you see it when you look outside, like it's a thing. Mm-hmm. So the the show, they initially paint him as somebody who is kind of dog shit at art. And I feel like they have to in order to show the steps that he takes in order to get better. Because at the beginning, like he's painting stuff and they're giving him the basics where it's like, have you heard of this thing called perspective? Have you heard yeah. of perspective lines? Have you heard of uh, basic composition? Have you heard of this? Have you heard of that? And it's all stuff that like, literally, if you were like today, today, you were like, I want to learn how to draw. Let me go on YouTube. Let me, let me YouTube how you draw. These are the things they're going to tell you about. They're going to tell you about drawing a sphere and shading it a certain way. Yeah, Like it's all that stuff. And so I understand why they start with him going forward but yeah as he he uh continues forward like there's a point where they're supposed to get together like a portfolio of all their work and not only does he do it he also includes things like 32 still life drawings in it which meant that he had to do more than one a day yeah over the period of time so not only was he doing his regular assignments he was putting in the work to recognize the way things in front of him are put together yeah well that's um also to go with what the show is trying to portray where it's just like hard work will always be natural skill because his mom the reason that he was like you know what maybe i should go to art school is because his mom's like we can't afford to send you to that expensive school yeah and he's like all right well this fucking art school is cheap as shit and let me go there yeah and his mom doesn't want him to do that until he shows her the picture he draws of her cook or washing dishes yeah and she brings up he's like it wasn't until i was drawing you that i actually think about all the shit that you do for me yeah as your he son. noticed that like her mm-hmm. hands were a little bit fucked up from her constantly washing the dishes mm-hmm. that she she's eats tired from getting up early she eats the shitty food yeah she eats the the shit portions of the food yeah and... that she like like the first couple ones she messed up on or whatever like mm-hmm. and uh that's just something that i've noticed in just in general a lot of stuff like naruto that was uh, that was one of the big fucking issues that separated naruto and sasuke is well, sasuke is just naturally better yeah. than me and i fucking barely can grasp ninjutsu and let me work on it and now i'm the bitch ass hokage yeah and, and that's it, just a lot of media in general because fucking my hero same thing where it's just like well everyone's so more amazing than me and then he starts taking notes of everybody's yeah, quirks and then deku's like well if i train harder then i can be just like all my where fucking 
Bakugan was just like, get out of the fucking way. I'm just better than you in general. And that's yeah. what this show hella portrays too is like it, natural hard talent work. only goes gets, so far. Yeah. That, that's all of Rock Lee from Naruto. That's his yeah. whole thing. Is That's his whole thing. Is I'm kicking your ass. Let me take these <laughs> thousand pound weights off of my ankles. Yeah. I do like this show. It is definitely not for everyone. No. But this is not I one that it. I would recommend to our friends. Yeah. I liked it. And it's something that I know that like, I know for a fact my wife would, would like it. Yeah, I feel like Britney would like it too. And that's not to say that it's a female show, but no. it's definitely someone who is aware of who they are because some people in our friend group don't like to show the fact that like, I have feelings, yeah. but I shouldn't because I'm a man. And it's just like, no fucking bro. Yeah. There's just other shit. Like the, the cross-dresser in one of the, in the third episode, Ryuji explains that it's hard for her trying to date someone because she was born a dude, but she feels like she should be a woman. Yeah. And it's hard for her to get dates because as soon as guys find out like oh you're a dude you know yeah. what you're not that cute no more you know we can be friends yeah but i don't want to i don't want to put my wiener inside you no more and that was something that i thought was interesting too uh they show that like she gets a date with this dude and then later on you you just sort of run into her outside and she's she's crying and he's talking to her and then he hugs her and then and then walks away that was not an interaction where he was like you have a penis gross and then like <laughs> ran out he was still very like i'm gonna let you down easy here yeah and i thought it was an interesting decision to go with that because then it goes from like well some people are dicks Uh to like no even even in the most earnest kind situation it's still gonna leave that person feeling kind of shitty mm-hmm. so I thought that was a, a good approach to it and this is one of the few times where transgender is portrayed in a positive way where it's just like not shoved down your throat like high spice high guardian spice or whatever the where fuck they, they stop the show to explain to yeah, you what it and is it's just yeah. like in most other media trans it's always like oh boohoo me I'm trans I can't do this blah yeah. blah, blah 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 and this show perfect blue perfect blue picture what's the name of the damn show there we go Blue period so far has been the only medium that I've seen where trans is just a normal thing. Like it is in real life. It's not if you're someone, if you know someone that's trans, fucking don't treat them differently. Yeah, that's the thing that I liked about the way they handled that issue was like, and also the reason why I highlighted that particular interaction Uh is because like it isn't shown in a way where it's It's like. It's not hateful where it's just like, oh, he he didn't like me because I'm trans. It's just like, I'm just not into dudes. I'm sorry. Yeah, because even when, even when. Ryuji is, is trying to explain the situation to the main character. It's not it's not even a thing where it's like this goddamn bastard. It's just He's like, like this bigot. Yeah, no, it was it was just straight up. I kind of wish he wouldn't have hugged me afterwards. Because mm-hmm, like that made it that made it feel a little bit worse being mm-hmm. let down like that. Like I would have pre- I would have preferred him to be mean. Yeah. But he wasn't mean. And that's just how most people are. Because yeah. like I was telling you, there is there is a Reddit post that I saw where this person's like, I had a one night stand with the trans person. Oh. <laughs> Am I gay? <laughs> And he explains, this person explains that the they, person was already born, fully transitioned. Yeah, this person was born a guy, but he transitioned to a woman and the, the And it was OP, a full transition, whole, yeah, everything's done. Even the, the person that he was going to sleep with was like, hey, I was a dude. I got all my lady part, but I'll still let you hit it from behind because they might be self-conscious about mm. what goes down down there. And OP was just like, does that make me gay? And it's just like, no. no. If you thought that person was a woman and they even told you, oh, I identify as a woman, then no. No. 
if you think it's gay, that's some internal shit on you. Yeah, like that. That's more like like if we had a friend that had said that, and we went through the whole thing. I my response would be that it's only gay if you think it's gay. If yeah. you think the thing you did was gay, then then sure. But but not because of them, because of you. Yeah, because of you. Because that's the way that you're internalizing it. Being like I was balls and, deep in a dude, and he's like, well, they're they they they're a woman. Yeah, they have the things for a woman. They are a woman, bro. What, yeah. what is what is the fucking confusion? Yeah, so so if after all that you're still like, but I banged a dude, that just makes it sound like maybe you're you don't want to fine ex- with it. Yeah, you don't want to accept the fact that you might be gay. Yeah, like or or even bi, where it's like yeah. the idea of banging a dude is is something that's attractive to you, but that's nothing on the other person. I wouldn't consider the other person to be a dude. I would just consider the mental image of like the entire time you were doing it, you went forward. You, you got rock hard picturing a dude. Yes. And then that would make you gay. At the thought of banging a dude and then then that would make you gay, yes. Yeah. But anyway, Blue Period, fucking solid anime. I give it like an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I would recommend this to... I continued watching it. I did not. I continued watching um, The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated as an Aristocrat. I did not. Continue watching that one. But this one I would would recommend to certain people, but not everyone. If you're somebody who's into art, definitely. I feel like you'd like it because there's a lot of overlap with the basics and a lot of the the general complaints that artists have. This is clearly... Like, this is for art... What Bakugan was for writing? I don't know if you remember Bakugan, the the manga uh, and anime. It was about but the tops. No, that's uh fuck. I forget which that one is. That's Beyblade. What there the we fuck? go. No, Bakugan was. Uh, was that the one with wait, the little balls? Wait, it was it Bakugan? Bakuman. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, of. I think Bakugan is the little balls. No? no, I think Bakugan was the robots. Uh, but I think it was Bakuman, which was a manga and anime in like the mid 2000s about a guy who was becoming a manga writer. And he meets hmm. a girl and it's like a whole love story thing. He, But the entire time you get a lot of like what it is like to to be a writer who is not established, who is trying to get his foot in the door and who is trying to get this stuff done. If you were a writer and you were watching that, you were like, I relate to this. So there's so much about this that I, I, that I love. It's the same thing for this one. I wouldn't recommend this to every person who picks up a pen and be like, I'd like to draw because this one is definitely LGBTQ. 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 Yes. Plus whatever. Yeah, no, other no. Shit. Yeah, if, if, if gay shit bothers you, this then is not I for would, you. Yeah, because there's a lot of dudes who have long hair and they, they have like long ass hair. Yeah. And they're they're kind of weird like the I don't know if he if he wants to bang me or just You're talking about the guy with the braids? Yeah. No, uh I've 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 uh, he gives, gone a little bit further. He He's, gives you heck a Hisoka vibes. He does give you Hisoka vibes. <laughs> but no, um there is actually you bringing up the whole I wouldn't recommend this to everybody who picks up a pen thing. I would also not recommend this to everybody who picks up a pencil for a very important reason, and it's that a lot of people who do art are incredibly sensitive yes, about the fuck art they do. Yeah. And this well, property like any, does not yeah, but I mean, it, well, just I, like any anything that you do, you're always going to be like, "Fuck you, you piece of shit! You you suck at driving." Like how I was bringing up how uh, when Juan's like, "Well, you guys got this wrong," he's like, "God damn it, Juan, you want to fucking fight?" Yeah, because it's anything that you create, you're always going to be sensitive about. Yeah, that's true. But there's some people who are very sensitive, and yeah. and this very much takes the approach of like, if you suck, it's your fault. Yes. You haven't been doing enough, and that is something that I, I 100% agree with. Being uh-huh. somebody who draws 
frequently and writes frequently. If I get to a point where I'm like, I don't know how to do this, I spend time learning how to do that thing so that way I can move forward. Some people don't. Yeah. You hear a lot of people who like, there are a lot of people who don't draw the faces on their characters or the noses on their characters or they do weird things and then they go, well, that's just my art style and they don't care about the fact that it still doesn't look good. Yep. There are people who stick their feet in the mud and 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 don't want to budge and, and know everything else is wrong. It's not me. Yep. And those people would not like it because it would feel like the anime is yelling at you. Yeah. So if you're somebody who doesn't take criticism the approach, well. yeah, if, if you don't take criticism well and you're somebody who, who is an artist, this may not be for you uh-huh. because, I mean, even while I was watching it, it hit a couple things where it was like, God damn it, I fucking do that. But at the same time, you know, for me, I take that and I go, okay, that's a common enough problem. This is highlighting it because it's a common problem. I am not alone, uh-huh. but there are some people who will probably be like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I know what so, I'm doing. So overall, I would recommend to a certain few. Yeah. But I would it's a give bit of a niche thing. Yeah, I would definitely give this like a like a solid eight out of ten. And the final thing, yes, for this week is Cowboy Bebop, the live action one, the not yes. anime, but we're covering it because it's based on an anime, and we're an anime podcast. Um, sometimes, sometimes. And I'm gonna say this now because you can only talk about the first three episodes because this yes, is an impression. I, I did continue. The, I watched the whole fucking thing, but. But, okay, so to set it up for somebody who hasn't seen Cowboy Bebop, like even Mm -hmm. the original one, it is about the crew of a ship called the Bebop. And this is in space. They're bounty hunters. In this world, bounty hunters are often referred to as cowboys, hence the name Cowboy Bebop. The Bebop is the ship. The cowboy is the job. uh, And it centers around a guy who is currently taking the name of Spike Spiegel, but that isn't his actual name, Mm -hmm. uh, partnered with a man by the name of Jet Black, who used to be a member of the police and is now a bounty hunter. There's also a uh, a dog. A corgi. A corgi. I'm fucking forgetting the corgi's name. I don't, I don't care about the corgi. And then uh, they interact with a woman by the name of Faye Valentine who becomes a member of mm-hmm. the Bebop crew. So what crew said in shorter, just think of Wild Wild West, but in space. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. So uh, essentially the whole series uh, revolves around two, one villain and one sort of a majorly negative plot point. Uh, the the villain being uh, a man by the name of Vicious who knows Spike Spiegel from his previous life and they've got some beef uh, and uh, and also a, the, the prevalent use and distribution of uh, a futuristic drug called Red Eye. Yes. And, and those two things are the through lines as they continue gathering bounties. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do some t- uh, this one different because this is a very hot topic even by the time you're hearing this. So we're going to start off with things that we liked and then yes. finish it off with a lot of the dislikes. Which one of the likes that I had was it was more action than the anime. From yeah. some from the live action to the anime, the, a lot of the fans like to think that there was, the anime had hella action. But I can only think like the last the last part yeah, was very actiony the but bits of action that the anime has they tend to be very brief yes it's just like a, a one and done yeah, kind of motion kicks to the chest and then mm-hmm. and then and then it's over that that's one thing that i did enjoy about the the episodes is there's more to watch yeah the episodes are 15 to 30 minutes longer than the original anime yes. but the action was all right uh the actor who plays spike he did this stuff for green hornet yeah i'm gonna say green lantern Kato. 
Yeah, and he he's well enough. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, although I, you know, Spike Spiegel is not one of those characters that I think demands too much. Yeah, I, I very much feel like there are a lot of people who could have played Spike very well. I would have liked uh, the guy from the raid, but then he would look too Korean or no? Indonesian. He's Indonesian. Indonesian. Yeah. Uh, my only problem is the guy from the raid. He's the way he short. speaks is off, and he's too short. So he, I don't think he would be able to do the Spike Spiegel voice. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the thing that I did like about this, the uh, the score that was added to it, like th- that we haven't had before in the series. Very good. Blends right in and it makes sense. It's the same guy who did the yeah. score for the original one. But goddamn, they got some bangers on that thing. Uh, the other thing that I liked was the, the dude, the cow, or not the cowboy dude, the, the policeman. Jet Black? Yeah. He was good. No, 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 the guy they got to play Jet Black, like that, that, was, that was a good pick. Yeah, the only person, the only other person that I would have, if not the guy who they got to do Jet Black, uh, the black, black Superman from Fast and Furious, or from Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Idris Elba? Yeah, he would have been cool to be Jet Black. I feel like, no, I feel like if he were He needs weren't... to be in more things. That guy's cool. Yeah, but I don't think he would have been a good Jet Black, because Jet would... Black is, he's, he, even in the anime, like, he's a very American, like, He could be dude. hella American. He's the only time that I've ever seen him play an American was in The Office. He was an American in Hobbs and Shaw. No, he wasn't. He was calling himself Black Superman. That's something an American would have said. He was British, though. Yeah, no, sure. uh, I feel like <laughs> if if anybody else, like off the top of my head, would have been good as well, it would have been Yahya Abdul-Mateen, which I don't know if you've seen Aquaman. Yes. He was the guy he, who played the Black Manta. Oh, no. Never mind. I was thinking of Dune because that's Aquaman. Oh, no. <laughs> He's in Dune. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not saying the guy who played Aquaman. I'm saying the guy from Aquaman. Yeah, played, I, uh, I thought Dune because the guy from Aquaman was in yeah, Dune. No. <laughs> no, he's been in a bunch of other stuff, but I, I mean, he's he's got a similar temperament to the guy who, who they actually did pick to play Jet Black. So he was a very good addition. Um, I will say that in photos, I wasn't a big fan of the way that they updated um, Faye, her whole look. I'm still not a big fan of her hair. The rest of it's fine to me, though. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I could say that I liked is it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to think about things that I like about it <laughs> without sounding like a douchebag because most of the hate from this anime is because the fans are like, it's not just like my anime. Yeah. And and that's kind of hard to do. It's kind of hard to shit on something that people took time to make because... Everyone, I shit on shit all the time. The, the people put their heart and soul, well, maybe not their soul, but they put their time and effort yeah. into it. And The thing is, it is clear that this one was at the very least made by people who had the intention of on some level trying to replicate the anime. Mm-hmm. We're just going to move on to the hate the, part. Yeah. The, okay. So, so I'm going to blend this current sentence into the things I hate. My problem with it is is they also tried to then fix the anime mm-hmm. while they did it. So they took a character by the name of Gren, who, if you were watching the anime, has a very sort of tragic backstory about being sort of oppressed by the police force and tortured and force-fed drugs that, that actually just forcefully changed his gender. And so he's actually experiencing quite a bit of gender dysmorphia. Uh, it's, it's a very bad experience for him. And the whole story... Is really fucking sad, and then in this one they're like, let's just make them. What do they call it? The uh, the thingy where you're a they them. I forget what the term for that one is. Pansexual. No, no. It's it's some some sort of 
gender i forget what the gender names are non-binary there you go non-binary there we go so like they just kind of simplify the character to like yeah they're just non-binary and they own a club and then it's like you took one of the one of the most emotionally effective parts of the anime and you were just like nah fuck it not even gonna touch that one and that that kind of sucked uh and it does that a lot with a lot of the big emotional moments where they're just kind of like we got close enough right like the first episode yeah the first episode of the anime really worked for like it's the reason why i continued watching it it really worked for me because like you get the story of like this girl who is you know sort of like a higher class girl getting sort of entangled with this this dude who's running this drug called red eye and at first you're like oh she's being held hostage but no 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 she's in love with this man and she's trying to run away with them because her dad doesn't want her to be with them for, I mean, for, for probably a very good reason. The guy's a drug smuggler. But you you get that sense of, like, these are actually two people who are in love with each other who are just going to, they're going to ride it out to the to the end. Yeah. And they do. And it's this really big emotionally weight, weighty, like, kind of hits you in the gut, makes you sad kind of moment. And then in the live action one, they kind of fucked it up. And it just kind of becomes like a, oh, yeah, they kind of got away, but then he died. Womp. And she's going to go and fly the thing out and kill herself. But you don't get any of the pre-stuff of them together and of them being like, ride or die forever, baby. This is going to be amazing. So that way when this big emotional thing happens where they, they don't get away in the end and, and it, it goes bad, it doesn't hit you as hard. And it's also mm. a weird decision to not do that when the show is literally twice as long as it was in the anime. Yeah. For me, a lot of the complaints like they, they you're saying is different from the anime. To me, it's just kind of like the people that complain about games where it's just yep. like you want change, but then when change happens, you complain that it changed. Yeah. And that's how I feel about this this uh, live action is they're trying to do something neat. They're, they're trying to do something to get more fans because yep. this is not meant for the fans who grew up on it. And that's what a lot of people need to remember is yeah actually I have a point about that but is go ahead like, and finish is it's not meant for you yeah. it's supposed to get your fucking your dad your sister your aunt who never who didn't watch it yes but to get into it and be like oh damn you know this show just pretty good so it's like an emotional roller coaster yeah. Spike has a long lost past he's known as Fury for whatever reason they yeah. have uh um uh, <laughs> I almost said verb, adjective names in this mm. organization. So who the fuck is, do you know? Who the fuck is Vicious? Yeah. Yeah. And um, and why is he called that? Mm-hmm. But um, and that's the thing that bothered me about all the hate that it gets. Like, he, I as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, Chris, this is a piece of shit. The same with yeah. the Resident Evil uh, movie. It was like, it looked bad. If mm-hmm. this was like a YouTube thing, I would be a lot more forgiving. But then then I'm doing the same thing as everyone else trying to, well, it's, it's too much different from the anime. And yeah. that's not the point is the point is it's supposed to be its own standalone property where you're supposed to go in blind or have little information about the thing it's based on. What I will say about the point that I want to make about that, right, is my criticism so far has been in comparison to the anime. Mm Mm-hmm. I obviously don't have this perspective because it's impossible to for me at this point. But I wonder if the only reason why those are even complaints in the first place is just because I know what the alternative is. Yeah. Because I, yeah, more people are watching this in America than probably watched the original Cowboy Bebop. There's a bigger audience for it now. Yeah. So when I look at the way that they changed Gren and kind of ruined that story, I say it from like a place of like they missed out on a good opportunity. But unless you know what the opportunity was and that it was there, you're not going to notice. If somebody didn't watch Cowboy Bebop before, they would just look at this Gren 
in character and go like, okay, it's just the person who owns this like club. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't read into the fact that like this was a more important character yeah. in the anime. And it's sort of the same thing with the changes they made to Faye and the changes they made to Jet and the changes they made to Spike. And then also the big one, the changes they made to Vicious. Vicious in the anime was a very cold, calculating sort of like, you know, doesn't take shit from anybody kind of character. And in this one, he's very goofy. You wouldn't know that that's what his character is supposed to be like if you mm-hmm. hadn't seen the thing. Yeah. My complaint about that, though, uh, that I feel like I would know regardless, is just this weird thing where all of the characters have the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Because the same jokes that Jet makes, you can make them like you in, in this show, Faye could have made it. Spike could have made it. Vicious could have made it. There's no writing that feels like this is the way Spike talks. This is the way Jet talks. It just feels like shit that was that that needs to be said to continue the plot. Yeah. And these are the characters that are in the scene. So from like a writing perspective, I feel like I would have noticed that. The other stuff, the character changes and the setting changes. If you're somebody who has not seen Cowboy Bebop, they are not that big of a problem. They're only that big of a problem to me because I know what the alternative is. Yeah. And I yeah. would have liked to see what that was like. Because I mean, Cowboy Bebop was, even as an anime, something that is, is very very realistic as far as like not in in tone or even in the way that it looks it's it's exaggerated it's a cartoon but in that there's so few crazy things that happen that you can't actually like you can see how it would be adapted so you see those moments and you go like ooh, i would have liked to have seen people do that but even if you saw people do that the best case scenario is that's just like the anime that's pretty cool it's not really anything new yeah uh, and another thing for me is i definitely suspect that either netflix saw this and you're like you know what this is gonna be a hot piece of shit let's also get the anime because there's tons of people checking out this netflix live action yeah. because how dog shit it is and then you're gonna have all those people who are like oh yeah you know it wasn't that good um let me check out what it's based on oh what netflix has it too if they, if they hear that it's people a, are, are shitting on it and saying like oh this one was so great how did they fuck it up like uh-huh. then you would be like well let me check out the great thing so at the end of it netflix is still coming out on top like sure the, the actors and everyone their 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 self-esteem is gonna get shit on yeah because they're gonna be like well fuck all that time i mean john cho's probably used to it at this point yeah yeah, heck he, yeah. He, unfortunately he's been a part of things that haven't been great in the past like the green hornet yeah and the green hornet was entirely the fault of both seth rogan and michelle gondry that was not his fault yeah and usually unfortunately for him usually that is that is the problem is he gets attached to projects and then somebody else fucks it up i don't think i've ever seen something where i've been like john cho could have done better harold and kumar the no. first two were good the fr- yeah but those are the only ones i saw yeah those were good though yeah the first two were good and they're not good they're good for a raunchy movie yeah they're funny yeah they are what they're supposed to be yes but what i'm saying is i don't think i've ever seen a project where i was like that was really good except john cho just sucked ass like that's never he's always been pretty good Mm -hmm. i really don't think any of the actors were the problem in this no most of it is the direction and the script yeah i feel like them with better people behind the writing and the directing it would have been miles better yeah but at the same time i will also say this was not so bad that i that i'm gonna say i hope it doesn't get a season two if it gets season two i'm gonna fuck and watch it 
Yeah, I know a lot of people were like, this is the worst live action ever, and people oh, God, no. seem Not to forget close. Dragon Ball Evolution, The, the Last Attack Airbender. On Titan movies. Yeah, the, 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 from what I've heard, the only like good live action in recent time has been... Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, Rio Kenshin. Bleach. And um, um, there was another one. Fuck, what was Bakuman it? Bakuman was also very good. The, the the Japanese Death Note movies were good, even though they were very camp. No, um, there was another one too, but I can't remember. Uh, but Rio uh, Kenshin's always like the one that comes to mind first. Yeah, the fucking uh, uh, Sweet Home, the one based yes. off of that Korean manhwa. Yeah. Pretty good, even yeah, though... Does change good. a lot of shit. Same uh, with Alice in Badland. Borderland. No, Alice in Borderland. Yeah. Or Borderland? Yeah. I thought it was Badland. No, Alice in Borderland. Yeah, that one was cool. But yeah, like, I, I mean, obviously, now that we're rattling things off, I'm realizing that there are actually quite a few good adaptations of things. Yeah. But uh, just Netflix, like, Netflix is starting to become, like, the, what's the the studio that makes the shitty horror movies? Blumhouse? Blumhouse, yeah. They're the ones for the shitty live actions because uh, this one. Well, no, they, okay. did, they did Sweet Home and Alice in Borderland. Did they? Yes. Because I know Squid Games is a Netflix. Yeah. And the middle part of squid games was good the ending in the beginning were trash and there's nine episodes yeah you got a point so i, I don't, don't know. think the ending was trash i just i, I feel like it, it wasn't as it definitely cool should have been the hype for it was way bigger than it should have been for me but uh at the end of it i would recommend this to someone who wants to check out something new ish yeah. and if they don't have no idea what this is based on i would recommend it to those people like our co-workers yeah if, if one of our co-workers shit like go for it yes one of our co-workers like michelle was like case out what's a good action uh thing to watch on netflix or if hinton was like what's a good action thing and be like cowboy bebop cowboy bebop's fine you don't yeah. need to pay attention that much uh yeah and then and then you know i'd probably be like uh you're gonna see that there's an anime and there's live action they're a little bit different if you don't want to watch a cartoon, watch the one. Mm-hmm. You can watch both of them. They're different enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like, eh. Yeah, but like Peralta, someone who actually watches Animu, she'd be like, yeah. what the fuck, Sal? Get the fuck out of my face with yeah. that shit. So, you know, uh, personally, six out of ten. Yeah, I give it like a solid six. But that's would I would I yeah. recommend it to some people to yeah. to like Cruz's dad definitely. No, my dad was a big <laughs> fan of the original Cowboy Bebop, and he wouldn't like it. Cruz's dad age range because I would I would not recommend this to my dad because my dad would be like what the fuck. If I don't he was know. Still if, alive. I don't know if my my dad's age range either. Just again because of characters like Gren, where it's like uh-huh. there's a lot there's a lot of gay shit, you know. Yeah. And not that I personally find that as a bad thing, but you get to older generations and yeah. you, you run into people who will. They're like, get this homo shit out of my face. Exactly. Especially since we're Hispanic, there's yeah. going to be even more people that are that are in that age range who are just uh-huh. like, Jesus would not like this. God damn it. <laughs> but that's it, the end of the episode. Yeah. You, you can, can check us out on our website, nakamapod.com. Yeah. We've got all of our links to our socials there, but you can also just find our socials usually just by typing in Nakama Podcast and looking for the account that has the logo. But until uh, next time. See you. Bye.